Welcome again, everyone. Don Bruins here with Raven Industries. They're joining you again here this uh, week with a talk with Chad and Chad. We have uh, Chad Raymer and Chad Bigler joining us today. We're going to talk about one of the new pieces of the Slingshot platform as we grow and grow the Slingshot piece out. This is a, a, a big part of the Raven uh, portfolio these days. And got the guys here to talk about a, another new feature so chad or chad i don't know who's jumping in here the, to get started but uh welcome thank you thanks don i'll kick it off i'm chad bigler i am a product manager here at raven been here a little over two years been a frequent visitor of the podcast so thanks for having me back again don as a product manager i work specifically on our slingshot program uh, slingshot containing most of our offboard programs. We have a couple different brands underneath there, including our Egg Sync portfolio, which is uh, the next generation product that we're going to be talking about today, a step up from that. And I also work with our fuel computers, so our Viper 4 and CR7 and CR12. Chad, would you mind introducing yourself as well? So I'm Chad Raymer. I'm uh, been here, been with uh, Raven a little almost a uh, year and a half now was with AgSync previously the past nine and a half years. So overall, I've been here 11 years, around 11 years. Um, my job is an implementation specialist, and I uh, do the online training. I do the on-site training, and then I help out with testing. I do, and I help out on the support team also. And Chad only has one hat on today, but if you listen to <laughs> yeah. him, he wears many hats in this organization. <laughs> many, many things. So, hey, uh, I'm going to throw this out again, uh, Chad B, there, that you'd mentioned something that we covered in our last podcast, but if you didn't happen to listen to that, they confused me uh, on that podcast to talking about onboard and offboard product lines and I think we were told uh, last week, if we think about onboard, that's something that's in the cab with you, be it in your sprayer cab, your applicator, your tractor, or but offboard, it's something that's not in the cab. Is that that's? I'm trying to simplify it for the the rest of us out there, Chad. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's a very good simplification. And just to reiterate, onboard is a physical touch inside the cab. Think of your field computer, the Viper Four, the CR7, CR12. Our offboard is something performed remotely. Uh, think of a cloud type of situation, whether that's from a, a tablet, from an iPad, uh, your smartphone, or completely removed from the field is our offboard. And the reason we've made that distinction is really more towards our Raven autonomy strategy, knowing that there's going to be differences on communication with, and with, with machines and with personnel in a field or around a field. So we're starting to make that distinction on how we're developing some of our thought processes there and definitely more to come. But that was a good way to simplify it, Don. Onboard is physical touch inside the cab. Offboard is not inside the cab. That's good. Thanks, Chad. One of these days I'll, I'll get it figured out and hopefully by then our customer or our, our listeners out there will say, yeah, we've got it done. Just settle down. <laughs> we'll probably change it about then too for you. Well, that sounds good. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. <laughs> well, I'll leave it off to you guys. Uh, have a good conversation. I know you've got some uh, really exciting things to talk about here uh, as, as the new, new piece of the Dispatch Pro. 
Cool. Yeah. So I think we're going to kick it off with Chad R. giving us a little bit of an overview of what is EggSync? What, what is our current platform today? What are the benefits and how do you see people using it? As Chad explained his role, he is out with customers. He's at retailers. He's answering the phones. So you may have seen him around as well. And he has a lot of very practical experience with our application. So Chad, if you wouldn't mind help, if people are on the, the line today and maybe don't understand the full details around it, help us understand how people utilize that tool today? Sure. So AgSync was built as a work order management dispatching system. And uh, our original customers back when it was started in 2008 was the aerial market. And this was built for a local aerial company here in Wakarusa. Um, the fungicide market took off in 2008 and they just needed something to help manage their fleet. Of, um, they would get uh, a lot of planes in that uh, contract employees that came in and they didn't know where their fields were. So they needed a platform to help them find the fields and get them applied. Along with that, they needed help managing all these work orders that were coming in with the, the fungicide market taken off. So we built this work order management platform that you can get your customer base into our system. You can create a work order and then we can take all these work orders with these different product mixes and put them onto a map. And from there, um, today, we have what we call the task packet, or uh, which is a group of work orders that you put together and assign them to a pilot or ground personnel. So that's how it kind of originally started in the ground, in the uh, aerial business. But as we went along, we saw interest from the ground side and we took what we had and kind of built up on it and built some of the tools in that was needed from the ground side. Um, and today we um, have ground retail agricultural retailers using it for their ground business directly some agricultural retailers will just use it for their fungicide orders where they can send that to a aerial applicator to go fly those fields and then we have the aerial market which that's where we originally started so um, aerial aerial applicators are one of our big customers we have uh, ground retailers that will manage their own business that use it for their ground business and then we also have a uh, big group few big growers that will use it that uh, these big growers, they're big enough where they want to manage their own fields. So they will uh, use AgSync for that also. And to add to a couple things of that nature, this is made as a universal module that people can use no matter what type of equipment they have. We have it built to where you can use an iPad app. So if you have a red, yellow, green applicator, um, you have a, a aerial applicator for an airplane, it can mesh with that. And one thing that Raven has also done is we've been able to uh, connect it with the field computer that's also in the machine as well. So we call that a connected workflow, uh, kind of further yes. enhancing it. So that's one of the things that EggSync has been able to do throughout the years is be very color agnostic. And it's very well coupled with a lot of the Raven uh, application equipment as we're very color agnostic as well, being able to add on. And the one point, Chad, that you just mentioned that I thought is really good to reiterate is you have these contractors coming in that don't know the area. They don't know the fields. They don't know that this is Bill's old farm. <laughs> Bill hasn't lived on there for right, three right. generations. <laughs> and we're yes. sending him out to next to that red barn that used to be there. Um, yeah. So this tool yeah. allows you to fly or drive to the exact field, get the right rate down, just that verification, and then also real time send it back to the office. Along that communication to go back and forth consistently, saving phone calls, saving confusion, making sure the right product gets on there. Because, Chad, I think one of the original business cases for a program such as this was there was 
over confusion and it led to not enough uh, acres applied during one particular season to where a bunch of product was returned, crops were not meeting expectations. I don't know, maybe you can even yeah. talk to that a little bit. Yeah, that, that was true. And that's kind of uh, back to the roots where, you know, they needed something to manage all these so people, so they could get more product applied because that's what it was originally built for to help you do more acres, do more acres and do it more efficiently. So that's kind of where the root of this whole dispatching order management system came from. And I think we're approaching close to 2 million work we are. Is that it's, accurate? It's, getting, it's really getting really close, yep. We're and, nearing that 2 million. Order and do you know how many acres we've ran through this system? I do not. That would be a Tom question I don't know right offhand. <laughs> <laughs> I know 2 million it's, target is, is getting a lot of here. We can yeah. say a lot. Yeah, that's good. Don, is that clear or is it, do you have any questions that you think listeners would be uh, interested in, in regards to some of the, the nuances or the history of AgSync? Well, I don't think so. I think you did a nice job there. We've, we've had a, well, my problem is I've listened to a few of these other podcasts and I've actually listened to the AgSync team tell us their history. So I think it's a great, uh, great history of why and uh, why we need need these things, why customers were asking for it. And, uh, you know, the whole thing that we're looking for here with uh, a lot of things we're doing with the slingshot and everything is efficiencies. So uh, as you keep telling us the ways that we're improving on uh, making machines more efficient, making the, the customer more efficient to cover acres and to get more done, that's, that's what we're here for. We want to we want to know more from you guys. <laughs> and we always like feedback from our customers too. <laughs> the <Yes>. critical feedback. <laughs> it helps us improve our products. And that's where we've made a very strategic and intentional investment into Slingshot, hence bringing on EggSync about 18 months now, Chad. <laughs> yeah. It's went quick. It's amazing. Yes. It's been. So then, Don, I think that's a good lead-in in regards to what is Slingshot. And for some of the listeners that are out there, like you mentioned, we have had a couple of good podcasts on Slingshot, new features we've added. But where Slingshot and EggSync are really, really meshing well together is our connected workflow. And traditionally, Slingshot, and we've had that in our portfolio for over 10 years now, it started as more of RTK delivery, started as more of hardware in the last couple of years, we've started been adding a lot more software packages, a lot more, the term I've used earlier, off-board solutions, and EggSync further enhance that. And why I say that is you think of Slingshot, and we are very focused towards the applicator or the piece of equipment in the field. And everything predicating that, everything after the application was kind of thumb drive, paper, back and forth. Did it get lost? How did I get it applied? Where's my record keeping? So we started seeing a lot of requests from our customers on how we can make that a smoother transition. Well, hence we start talking with EggSync. <laughs> and a few months after that, we joined at the hip with a little bit of an acquisition. And where I always tell people where that enhanced our portfolio is we were very focused towards only the application equipment and getting data and connectivity to that machine. But as you mentioned earlier, Don, the word that we're using around here is how do we enhance that? How do we make it more efficient? For the overall process. 
And that's where the not only just what happened in the field, but everything leading up to it from the agronomist putting in an order to it actually going to the facility for the egg retailer, blending it, sending it via their tender out to the field, getting it correctly there, and making sure that grower farm field structure, making sure the rate is correctly there, making sure the product callout is there, and then being able to ensure that all my reports are, are done in an accurate way. Just that entire smooth process has really been a nice transition for our customers. And what's been nice about it is we had a lot of similar customers. <laughs> so they, they got really excited when they started seeing that we can now not have double hardware inside the cab, start removing actually an iPad and putting it onto the Viper 4. Um, some of those days where there's a lot of aha moments, <laughs> and we also have been able to learn a lot on how our egg retailers are seeing efficiency gains and improvements by not waiting for tender trucks, by not having to verify that I applied the right rate, having the right record keeping and not printing off task packets. So for us, it's just been a very good synergy to bring that forth. But it's also now spurred off a lot of additional uh, projects for us to enhance and per- further provide some of that clarity. So, so Chad, um, that's at least from my seat, maybe from your seat. Uh, you came prior to the acquisition, so you had some experience on what you saw retailers. How have you seen some benefits of egg sync combining with Slingshot and some of the fleet analytics and other tools that we see inside that applicator? What benefits are you seeing there? <clears throat> I think the big one that I take away from it is uh, just the number of button pushes that it, the number of button pushes that saves the guy when we pre-populate the job. So before, you know, they had to type in the grower farm field name and all the products and things like that. And where today with that connected workflow, that whole work order information all flows right in and pre-populates the grower farm field for them. All the product rates are all there for them saves them the button pushes. And then along with that, it saves and makes your data integrity just go up because everything's the same, right? That same grower, that uh, that same grower name is always entered the same way. The products are all entered properly because that's all pre-populated and comes in and uh, you're not seeing someone enter headline with a capital H and somebody with a lowercase h and, you know, different things like that. So I think from the data side, makes the data integrity go up along with um i think it's it's saving that operator just tons of time with less less but button pushes is getting that work order directly in and it pre-populates everything for them and there's a couple other things that we built in such as splits yes yeah previously with slingshot it was one structure and then somebody had to go and break out that billing and that's where I think, you know, just those little nuances of all the additional paperwork that was required afterwards is now one button press. <laughs> yep. That, that I, think, uh, I think you touched also on the uh, being able to send that completion data back in right from the Viper where you don't need to have that iPad anymore running a uh, app. It's, it's built right into the device. So um, you just have the, you're already going to have the Viper in the cab. So no need for that iPad. So it's saving you having to lug around an iPad and using an app versus just doing everything right from your field computer. So absolutely. So it's kind of some of the stuff you touched on, but I think um, that's definitely the pluses I've seen from that connected workflow. Yeah, I think guys, that's uh, that is a big one. I always think back to some of the application reports that we get back. Uh, The Viper Pro was default was product one, product two, and that was, probably 90% of the uh, as-applied data you got back yeah. from the thing. And that's just because you said it was less steps that they had to do. To, now you can have all the data 
there and um, already and it's simple one button push or two buttons and you're done so that's that's great but i I don't know if this is a good transition time for you guys or not but what's the new the new stuff you you got here you want to talk about some new functions and features and and simplicity here so um i don't know if this is a that's a good transition or if chad's gonna he he always wants an introduction so i don't know if he wants a a transition or if he's gonna have to cut this out and say nope well wasn't ready for that don (laughs) well don i'm just saying this is a cue for the music Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think it's a very good transition, Chad. With your experience in the, and I know that you've been able to dive into this tool. Why don't you kind of lead us through some of the high level items that we're releasing with our Dispatch Pro, our next generation sure. product? Sure. So our new Dispatch Pro, um, what we're doing is basically uh, today an egg, the old the old egg sync. We have the uh, scheduling and the completion tab, and we're this new Dispatch Pro that we're coming out with is going to replace those two tabs. So it's going to be, uh, from the dispatching side of things, a new and improved dispatching system. Um, basically, it's going to have the same function. You're going to be doing the same thing where you're going to be bringing in work orders and tasking them out. But uh, some of the highlights that I like to talk about or the benefits um, is it's going to be a lot faster. There's no more loading bars. Those uh, work orders, when they're submitted and released to the dispatcher, they're going to be uh, show up there instantly. You don't have to refresh that tree. It's just uh, real time shows up. Um, as far as uh, moving fields and different things, uh, the system today, it was built for the aerial market. And like I talked about earlier, task packets was a big thing from the aerial side because a lot of times you would uh, take these work orders and put them into a group and, and put them into what we call a task. And that was going to be the work for the day for that pilot. But as we got into the ground market, it doesn't quite happen like the aerial side. You know, there's a lot of movement of fields during the day from uh, one applicator to the next, or maybe you're not going to be able to get to it and have to take it out. So um, with this new dispatching system, we no longer have those task IDs. Everything's order based. And what's nice about it, it just gives you the flexibility to move those work orders in and out from pieces of equipment. So if the piece of equipment isn't going to be able to do that today and you want to throw that work order back into the mix and go back into tasking in a different way or dispatching in a different way, I should say, it's very easy today. It's just a matter of dragging and dropping those out where in the old system today, it was it's a little clunky. It can be done, but it's it's a, a lot more button pushes. Along with that, reassigning work from one piece of equipment to the next. E- very easy in the new Dispatch Pro. We take that, we remove it. It's about three button pushes, and you have it reassigned to a different piece of equipment. Where today, to do that in the old system, a lot more button pushes, a lot more time to be able to take that and reassign it. Um, along with that, another nice option that we have is setting the sort order. Uh, the sort order... Uh, basically you do it right on the map as you click the fields that you want to assign to that piece of equipment it sets that sort order right as you're clicking them so uh, setting that sort order is very easy where uh, again today in the old system it's uh, we have a table and you have to go through and click one and then two and a lot more time consuming a couple other things is the filtering the filtering today um, you can pick one crop to filter by or one product mix where this new dispatch pro we allow you to pick multiple multiple values per group so i can pick if i want to see all my corn beans and wheat work orders 
I can do that today. So the filtering is a lot more robust. It just gives me a lot more flexibility as a dispatcher to see that work how I want to see it. And then along with that, as we're filtering, we take those filter groups and we automatically apply it to the map and color code it and give you a little legend right on the map. So as you're filtering out your work orders, you're seeing right on the map, hey, all my red red fields on the map might be my uh, might be one this product mix and this crop, and then the next color might be another product mix and crop. According to how you're filtering, we're setting those groups for you and color coding them right on the map. So it gives you easy visibility right on the map of where all your, um, you know, where all one product mix lays compared to one, another product mix. And then the last feature that I wanted to talk about uh, is uh, being able to dispatch for multiple locations. So that's one downfall of the system today. You have to choose a location that you're going to dispatch by. Um, where this new Dispatch Pro, if you have three, four different uh, locations that you're going to be dispatching for, we can see those all on the map at once. There's no more filtering for a location that I want to dispatch by. We just see them all up at one time. So again, this is going to help out even with your efficiency. The efficiency should even go higher because um, it allows us to see fields that might fall right next to each other that might have been under different locations in the old dispatch. But now we'll be able to see them right to get everything at one time on the map and be able to maybe uh, group those two fields that might have fell under different locations before right together into one one uh, one work group and give that to somebody to go apply those. So um, those are a few features that I pulled out of the new Dis Dispatch Pro that uh, I think where uh, you're, those dispatchers are going to really uh, see benefit in them, not only benefit, but uh, save them lots of time going forward. Yeah, and you just hit on quite a few awesome new areas. Um, I, I can't disagree with any of them because <laughs> those are <laughs> some of them right at the top of my list. I, I do want to reiterate a couple there that you talked about and maybe starting back with why we kicked off with Dispatch Pro was, as Chad kind of explained, we started with a very aerial mindset and started evolving to ground. Well, obviously, ground has also changed their efficiency. They've changed their uh, methods. They've changed their communication as well. So now we've really kind of flipped it on its own and said, how would we approach this from the most, most efficient ground dispatch, ground scheduling with Arial in mind and make sure that we're being efficient with a tool. And some of the key things, and I like how you started with the efficiency and how much faster the system is. The other thing I really like about it is how quick those changes are, are then communicated to the field. And we also have a new app that's coming out with it as well called Field Ops. So today we have Operator Pro app. We'll be having a different app called Field Ops. I'll be communicating direct with the Dispatch Pro module. And as you mentioned, when you drag it over and you're not hitting a, a action and then hit save and action and hit save and action and hit save, you're literally dragging it over and allowing it to drop into a machine and then filter to said order for that machine. If you update it and that machine is already out in the field, they will literally see it within seconds. I know that we did some demonstrations even in areas that didn't have great cell connectivity, which is most of the areas we operate in, <laughs> considering <laughs> we're in rural America. But you were starting to see that direct communication to the field versus a task packet or something that was a little bit slower throughout the day or waiting for that update. Um, you're seeing those movements on a real-time basis. And to me, that's saving phone calls. That's you know the frustration that 
could eventually come based on, well, I didn't get that text message or I didn't see that update come across the field computer or across the iPad. So to me, that's probably one of the biggest gains that we heard as frustration from some of our dispatchers was I need to be able to make decisions now and communicate that to the field immediately. And that's been a huge, huge benefit here. Um, and then you also brought forth some of the different uh, tools that are embedded inside of there. And what I would caution the, the team with is because we had to make some trade-offs because of the additional requests of features, functionality that are very specific to dispatchers, um, there is a little bit of a process change here. But based off of some initial feedback we've got from different uh, beta sites and alpha testers that we've had uh, using this software, we've had really good feedback on a few of the things that we've been able to incorporate. But it's going to change our mentality on exactly how we dispatch, which is not a bad thing. <laughs> we're allowing a much po more powerful tool that um, we're going to keep investing in and we're going to keep changing to make sure that we're making it as efficient for our operators as possible. So, yeah, to me, I'm just really excited about the tool. It's hard to explain the tool maybe in words. <laughs> I'm yeah. a visual guy. And I got to click through it and I got to show people. And I know, Chad, you've done a couple uh, demonstrations with customers and you know, they've seemed to be the same boat. <laughs> they want to click mm -hmm. on it and want to touch it, and we're getting a lot right. of right. for it. So that's good. Yeah. Well, guys, it's a good uh, reminder that, hey, I, wa I want to see it. Uh, we know it's kind of as we're recording this anyway, it's right in the middle of season. So everybody's uh, busy using the their current system today. But uh, they'll probably be, well, hey, how, how do I get a hold of this? How do I get a demo? Um, I'm looking right now at our uh, ravenprecision.com site, and I've clicked on the slingshot. And when I go to that, I get right on the screen there where I can put my name and phone number and email address in and, and request a demo for that. Or and They'll be getting in touch with the, uh, the sales team, their slingshot sales team, and they would be very interested in reaching out and, uh, and showing you a demo. They probably have Chad line up on uh, on a webinar or a Teams meeting here or something to demo it up with you. Yeah, so Don, that's a very good question. And maybe we should talk a little bit about our rollout plan. So we are intending here at the first part of July to get more beta customers online. And these beta customers that I talk about can be anyone from existing customers to new customers. And we're looking for people to start use, utilizing the tool, start giving us some additional feedback. Um, we're very proud of it. <laughs> we're very happy with it. But we also know that uh, we're going to continue to invest in this. And it's not something that just because we roll it out day one, that that's the final polished product. Uh, we know that there's probably a few things we've overlooked too, or areas that we still have on the roadmap as well <laughs> that we are going to get to in the next uh, six, 12 months that we're going to keep adding modules to this program. So to your point, you can certainly go on and request it. Or if you already have a Raven contact, whether that be in Slingshot, whether that be um, outside of Slingshot through your dealer channel, certainly ask them or request and we can work with you on what that specific beta opportunity would look like. Uh, we have some criteria around our beta customers. We like to hold them uh, to a little bit uh, more communication than what we do with traditional customers. We like to be on site. We like to uh, work through it, obtain feedback. And there's going to be some hiccups in there. <laughs> we understand that um, as we learn and develop. Part of our, our beta testing on this is going to include on-site support. We understand with COVID that might not always be the case, but on-site support and or webinars or combination of both 
um, and working through that. And our beta season of what we're doing here is not just a one-month iteration planning, and we know that people are in season, as you just mentioned. We also know that fall is coming up. Um, allowing us to come in and change and adjust and work with the team might be uh, dependent on a downtime of the year. So we expect our beta season to actually run for really maybe even up to the next six months, bringing on different levels of customers, different integration as well, on multiple locations, multiple machines, multiple uh, iterations of this product. So there is a target of what we have before we go live, but our full intention is to really solidly test this product and get a lot of feedback. So that way next spring, this is rock solid, ready to roll. Uh, we, we have a heavy six month lift here. <laughs> it's not going to be easy and there's going to be a little bit of travel and there's going to be some, some sleepless nights, but that's our commitment to make sure that we have a rock solid product when we go to fully, fully launch this for next spring that we don't see any issues. All right. Well, great. Uh, well, I, I'm sure there's a few people looking forward to that. There's probably a few out there using it today that are willing to give some feedback out there too. So, Chad, what? Or Chad or Chad? Uh, what else do we have today? Hey, well, uh, go ahead, Chad. No, I was just gonna say I uh, I don't really have anything else unless you. I think the rest is if time permits, is Chad B. <laughs> passing the buck <laughs> you know, well, that's, that's why we like to have Chad on Chad B on because he likes to talk and the rest of us just get a kick back and uh, listen right. in for most relax of yeah exactly <laughs> you know Don we've uh, done I think a pretty good job of describing Dispatch Pro and you know I just encourage anybody that's listening if you're interested in seeing more about it we're certainly going to be putting more information on our websites. Feel free to reach out to our sales guys. Um, if you're interested in a demo, we can certainly reach out and have that conversation. And we're also developing our roadmap. So any of our beta customers we want to work with hand in hand on some of those features. And, you know, I, I'm just really excited about the product. And that's maybe a good area for us to kind of close, allow that open invitation for anybody listening along in the podcast today. If you'd like to see more, certainly reach out, which whichever avenue you have and you know look forward to working with you guys in the future all right thanks a lot guys uh again appreciate your time today chad and chad you know like I said check out uh, ravenprecision.com slash slingshot or uh or just the raven precision and click on the slingshot area thanks a lot for joining us today thank you thanks don